Welcome to the Bob Harden Show, bringing you news and commentary to keep you informed and enjoying life on the Paradise Coast. And now, here's your host, Bob Harden. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning. Johnson's Air Conditioning is Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you give them a call. The website is johnsonsairconditioning.com. <clears throat> also brought to you by Life in Naples magazine. Be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. We have a terrific program for you today, including special guest Kathleen Pasadomo. She is our Florida State Senate President. We'll be summing up the uh, legislative session that just ended this past Friday. Boo Mortensen will be with us. Uh, Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government, and my wife Linda will be joining us in the final segment of the show. It is May the 9th, and on this day in 1915, Anglo-French forces fighting in World War I launched their first combined attempt to break through the heavily fortified German trench lines on their western front in France. <clears throat> At Vimy Ridge, a strategically important crest of land on the Aisne River in northwestern France, French troops latch, uh, launched an attack on German positions after firing shrapnel shells for five hours on the morning of uh, May the 9th. On the heels of the artillery barrage, the French soldiers left their trenches to advance across no man's land, only to find that the bombardment had failed to break the uh, first German wire. As they struggled to cut the wire themselves, German machine gunners opened fire. Eventually, the French were able to reach, reach their objective as the Germans withdrew to the better lines, but they suffered heavy casualties. One regiment of the French Foreign Legion lost nearly 2,000 of its 3,000 soldiers, including its commanding officer, who was shot in the chest by a sniper. <clears throat> also, three command, uh, battalion commanders were, were shot as well. The same day, uh, British uh, troops, under the order of Sir Douglas Haig, commander-in-chief of the 1st Army Corps, attacked German lines further north in Artois in the region in the attempt to capture uh, the Aubers Ridge, Ridge uh, where they had failed during the Battle of Neuve-Chapelle uh, two months earlier. The British artillery had also proved ineffective, with many of the shells fired proved defective and many others too light to cause serious damage. As a result, when the soldiers attacked, they were completely unable to break through the German defenses. After the first British assault failed to uh, break in the German lines, many of the soldiers who had uh, crossed into no man's land and been injured by enemy fire were killed by the follow-up British artillery barrage lasting 40 minutes. British troops running back to their own lines came under German fire as they ran, and they had a number of German prisoners with them. Soldiers in the British trenches mistakenly believed they were facing a counterattack and also fired on their retreating comrades. Can you believe that? <clears throat> Despite the initial failure, Haig ordered a second attack, disregarding reports from the air reconnaissance of a steady forward movement of the German reinforcements. Two of his three subordinate uh, commanders protested, including General James Wilcox, uh, commander of the Indian Corps, and German uh, Herbert Gow, uh, commander of the 7th Division, who reported to Keg his uncertainty of a further attempt to attack by daylight being a failure. Only one commander, General Richard Haking of the 1st Division, felt confident of the success of a further assault, and Haig accepted his judgment. Now just think about this, the fog of war, and uh, here, trench warfare, if you can imagine that. Very little information compared to what we would have today. And yet, uh, what was the Haking thinking when he decided it would be a good idea to do this? Especially in the face of what uh, his two comrades, 
were saying, no, it's not going to be successful. Thus, the British troops, uh, led by a regiment of kilted bagpipers from the first Black Watch, attacked Vienna later on May the 9th and were slaughtered by German machine gunners. At dusk, Haig ordered the attackers to push forward with bayonets. Uh, faced with overwhelming resistance from his three commanders, he withdrew this order but mandated the battle be resumed the next day. On the morning of May the 10th, however, Wilcox, Gow, and Haking all told uh, Haig they lacked sufficient ammunition to start a second day's offensive, and the attack was canceled. The first and only battle of the uh, of Auberge Ridge had resulted in a loss of 458 officers, 11,161 men, as Haig's closed, uh, close associate General Richard Charteris wrote in his diary, our attack had failed and failed badly, and with heavily, heavy uh, casualties, this is a bald and almost unpleasant fact. <clears throat> almost unwinnable, uh, this trench warfare. Uh, great movie to see, All Quiet on the Western Front. It's an old one, but it's uh, been refurbished and is really outstanding. If you want to know more about the First World War and the battles there. <clears throat> well, President Biden is scheduled to meet with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and other congressional leaders today to negotiate raising the debt limit in hopes of averting economic catastrophe. Two sides are coming into negotiations far apart. Biden says the ceiling should be raised with no conditions, while Republicans have vowed only to raise it in exchange for steep spending cuts. The clock is ticking as the U.S. anticipates running out of money to pay all of its bills as of June, <clears throat> but today's meeting is not expected to produce a final result. And by the way, uh, it's not just the House. A group of 43 Republicans in the U.S. Senate say that on uh, May the 6th, they oppose raising the debt ceiling without substantive spending and uh, budget reforms, coalescing around their House counterparts ahead of the White House meeting over the federal debt ceiling and months long of political standoff. The Senate Republican Conference is united behind the House Republican Conference in support of spending cuts and structural budget reform as its starting point for negotiations on the debt ceiling. The group of Republicans, led by Mike Lee, said in a letter addressed to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Almost all Republicans in the Senate signed the letter, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. There were six Republican senators who didn't join Lee's effort. I'd like to know why. Senators Mitt Romney... Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, Rand Paul from Kentucky, Susan Collins from Maine, Josh Hawley from Missouri, and John Kennedy from Louisiana. It's now clear the Senate Republicans aren't going to bail out uh, Biden and Schumer. They have to negotiate, Lee said in the statement accompanying the letter. I thank my colleagues for joining my efforts to emphasize this point to the clearest possible terms. <clears throat> Mike Lee <clears throat> from Utah. Well, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Monday signed legislation that bans Chinese citizens from buying land in his state unless they are also U.S. citizens or permanent resident. We don't want the Chinese Communist Party in the Sunshine State, DeSantis said at a press conference. We want to maintain this as a free state of Florida. The governor said China is making concerted effort to require acquire farm line throughout the United States, including in Florida. Food security is also national security, and so we don't want the CCP in charge of any food production, DeSantis said. Again, taking a stand early in an issue, and I'm so glad that he does. 
Well, a former prosecutor approached justice officials in fall of 2018 on behalf of a foreign witness who claimed to have evidence that Joe Biden, as vice president, had exercised influence to protect his son's employer in the Ukraine in return for money to his family. That's bribery. Now, this happened in 2018. This is not new. Our partner, just uh, the news and editor and founder, John Solomon, reported that retired Little Rock, Arkansas, U.S. Attorney Bud Cummins wrote then New York Attorney Jeffrey Berman on October the 4th, 2018, and then Ukraine prosecutor uh, Lusenko, who uh, willing to travel to the United States to present evidence about Biden and Burisma holdings. Cummins, uh, 2018, approached to the top federal prosecutor in Manhattan in the second known instance in which a witness came forward with allegations that Biden engaged in illegal behavior when he was Barack Obama's vice president. <clears throat> no surprise there. But it does suggest, why is the uh, Justice Department covering this up if they knew about it in 2018? This is five years later. Secretary of State Ant- Anthony Blinken may face a contempt of Congress charge as his office ignored multiple subpoenas for documents from the Republican-led House Oversight Committee regarding uh, President Biden's botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, according to a report. House Oversight Chairman Mike McCall has claimed that Blinken and the State Department have missed several deadlines to provide documents in recent months. McCall has threatened to hold Blinken in contempt if he continues to refuse to provide the documents. The department is now in violation of its legal obligation to produce these documents and must do so immediately, McCall said in a statement on Monday. Well, you know what? You should just go ahead and throw the hammer down because these folks aren't going to cooperate and uh, they're going to drag their feet as long as they can. The poll by ABC News and The Washington Post released Sunday found that 63% of Americans do not think Biden, who's 80, has the mental sharpness to be president, that's up nine points since the same question was asked a year ago. Just 32% believe Biden is mentally capable. The number were similar on Biden's physical health. Some 62% of Americans don't think Biden is in good phys- enough physical health to serve as president, while just 33% believe he is. Former President Donald Trump fared much better, of course, taking a a poll from April 28th to May 3rd. 54% of those surveyed said Trump has the mental sharpness compared to Biden's 32%, and 64% he's physically fit enough to be president. No surprise there. But uh, since he's announced his presidency, and that's Biden, uh, his support has gone down, now to record low for any president, 36%. Well, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said Monday his Republican Party will focus on four key Senate uh, races in the bid to flip the House, uh, the upper chamber, I should say, in 2024. The four races are Montana, Ohio, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Former President Donald Trump won the first three states by double digits in 2020, while Pennsylvania is a perennial swing state. Incumbent uh, Democrat Senators John Tester of Montana, Sherrod Brown of Ohio, and Bob Casey of Pennsylvania have already committed to re-election. Runs within the the Democrat, while West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin is still mulling a bid for a third term. Or maybe a bid for the presidency. We'll we'll stay tuned to that. I think it's important to go into this cycle understanding once again how hard it is to beat incumbents. No incumbent lost last year, McConnell said. Having said that, if you're looking for a good map, this is a good map, he said. 
So focusing on four seats in the Senate in order to flip the Senate. <clears throat> Good luck, uh, McConnell. Democrat presidential candidate Robert Kennedy blames the CIA for the November 22, 1963 assassination of his uncle, President John F. Kennedy. He says there's overwhelming evidence that the CIA was involved in his murder. I think it's beyond a reasonable doubt at this point, Kennedy said of JFK's assassination in a motorcade in Dallas, Texas. The evidence is overwhelming that the CIA was involved in this murder and in the cover-up. I have no doubt. I believe that Robert Kennedy certainly is credible, and I know that he's investigated this very carefully. But I think the CIA has been involved in a lot more assassinations, including Martin Luther King Jr. and others as well. And finally, Tucker Carlson in this segment, finally in this uh, segment, Tucker Carlson is reportedly mobilizing supporters to attack Fox News in an attempt to pressure the network to allow him to work for or create a right-wing competitor. Brian Friedman, the prominent Hollywood lawyer representing Carlson in the uh, contract dispute with Fox, stated uh, that the idea that anyone is going to silence Tucker and prevent him from speaking to his audience is beyond preposterous. Carlson is reportedly exploring creating his own media empire, but this requires being released from the Fox contract, which does not expire until 2024. So we wish I miss Tucker Carlson. I hope he comes back soon and perhaps in a better position than he was with Fox. This segment of the show brought to you by the good folks at Johnson's Air Conditioning, Naples' longest established air conditioning company. I hope you'll visit johnsonsairconditioning.com. Also by Life in Naples magazine, be in the know and stay up to date by reading Life in Naples. The website is lifeinnaples.net. Coming up, Kathleen Pasadomo, our Florida State Senate President, that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. I'm Bob Harden, the host of The Bob Harden Show. One of my favorites for breakfast or lunch is Lulabee's Diner, providing great service, fabulous food, and a rockin' good time. Lulabee's Diner is a throwback to the 60s, complete with great music and a fabulous 60s decor. What I like best is a blend of great food, great value, and terrific service. Most of the friendly waitstaff has been part of Lulabee's for years. I enjoy the great choices for breakfast and lunch, and you'll find the menu has everything and anything to satisfy your taste. Lulabee's offers catering, party platters, lunch boxes, and more. Lulabee's Diner will quickly become one of your favorites for breakfast or lunch. No reservations are needed. Check out the website at lulabees.com and stop by Lulabee's Diner, open from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., seven days a week. Lulabee's Diner in the Green Tree Shopping Center at the corner of Immokalee and Airport Pulling Roads. Stop by Lulabee's Diner for fabulous food and for a forever cool rockin' good time. Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambaugh says the number one reason the elderly become victims is isolation. The Collier Senior Center goes a long way in keeping seniors connected with the community and with each other. The Collier Senior Center, located at 4898 Coronado Parkway in Golden Gate, provides comprehensive information regarding services and resources that affect the quality of life of older adults and their caregivers in Collier County, empowering them to maintain independent and meaningful lives. Here's Esther Lully, director of Collier Senior Center. 
everyone. Every senior is welcome. There's diversity there. It's vibrant. It's a caring atmosphere. So there's a reason we offer the services and programs that we do. We want to help enrich the lives of senior members and provide support to their caregivers. Want to find out more? Visit CallYourSeniorCenter.org. That's CallYourSeniorCenter.org. Or call the Collier Senior Center at 239-252-4541. That's 252-4541. Welcome back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by the Foundation for Government Accountability. I proudly serve on their board. They get the politics and know the policy. They help prepare legislators for a winning uh, legislative session. You can find out more by visiting thefga.org. Coming up, we're going to be visiting with Boo Mortensen. Right now we have with us our Florida State Senate President, Kathleen Pasadomo. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, Kathleen. I thought it might be interesting to reflect on the just-completed legislative session. I mean, it, it has to go down as one of the most successful legislative sessions in the history of Florida. I think that's uh, accurate. Um, you know, not only did we uh, finish on time, we finished early. Uh, usually, you know, we end up uh, spilling over, uh, um, you know, to the next day or whatever. Mm-hmm. We also passed significant legislation and a $117 billion budget. Uh, so, and it was relatively seamless. And, and I think a lot of it is because of um, our working relationship. Uh, Speaker Renner and I uh, share the same political philosophy. Uh, we've become friends. Our families have become friends. And we didn't play any of the usual games of I'll hold your bill until you hear my bill kind of thing. Uh, and then we both worked well with Governor Santis, who I've gotten to know fairly well. And, um, you know, he's just a, a really uh, terrific human being. And, and so he, was, he listened to me and we, we had a very successful um, session. Yeah. And I mean, he, he just passed or signed a bill, I guess, to prevent uh, non or Chinese citizens from purchasing land in Florida. That's that makes so much sense to me, and yet other states, I think, are dragging their feet on this issue. Well, and, and there are some nuances. Obviously, if um, and, and it's really not just Chinese; it's uh, identified uh, countries, I and mean, Russia's included, and a couple others. Mm-hmm. And it it doesn't preclude um, Chinese. Uh, uh, person, citizen from buying like a uh, apartment or, or, you know, vacation home or something like that. Mm-hmm. What it is specifically uh, targeted to no large purchases of farmland, which is very important. Obviously we don't want somebody to be in control of our food source. Um, also close to military installations or critical areas. So it is nuanced. It's not just blanket because obviously there are some very um, there's some uh, Chinese individuals who who work for American companies. Yeah, who, for sure. You know, so that you know it was targeted. Also, uh, just a ma- major success, I think, in protecting parents' rights, uh, education, just a lot right. of things that uh, I think are going to enhance uh, ed- public education in Florida. Yeah, you know, uh, and I and I said this to the governor the other day. He he had the courage to take on some really tough issues that have been percolating 
uh, for years that uh, we as as um, uh, legislators have just kind of uh, danced around almost. I don't mm-hmm. think that's the right word, but because we we're fortunate enough to have a supermajority, we're able to pass um, meaningful uh, legislation. And you know, I, it's it's not punitive. It's just the right thing to do. And uh, we you know we've gotten in this country so. Um, and I heard somebody, actually somebody from the other side, say on an interview the other day, that we've gotten to the point in this country where if you don't agree with someone, you're racist. Yeah. And that's wrong because it's not true. We just, we don't always agree. And, and now everybody's so afraid to say anything. And, and I think the governor just said, look, I'm not going to tolerate this. We are not going to have uh, this ideology in our, in our schools, in, in our universities. You know, you're entitled to voice your opinion, but don't call somebody racist if they don't agree with you. Well, I would, of course, saying calling somebody racist uh, certainly uh, trumps uh, the ability to think and make a cogent argument about against what they're saying. So, (laughs) yeah, and 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 you know, some of some of my closest friends in the legislature are black, and and we're, you know, we we did a lot of very good policy for. Um, for all of our our citizens, and, and it's it's not color; it's colorblind. It's yeah. it's a citizen of the state of Florida, and, and I think the governor just he went and said, "Look, enough's enough." And uh, and he was he when he came to Southwest Florida for the hurricane relief, and he was here almost every week. He didn't care if somebody's black, white, um, Hispanic. They were. You know, there were people from Southwest Florida, and and that's what we we should be doing more of. Absolutely, let's focusing on the uh, pe- enforcement of uh, of the law. Uh, by the right. way, equally, not two tiered system of law. Right, uh, is right. just so critical indeed. So, I mean, have you had, got any feedback? Uh, this is I have a little bit of a uh, what, you, what what's the word I forgot now, but uh, a little bit of. Uh, thinking about the teachers' union removing their ability to to make paycheck deductions to uh, reimbor- uh, to to pay the unions, have you got any feedback on that? You know, they it, not as much as I would have thought, uh-huh. because don't forget we um, we put a billion dollars into teacher salary increases. What are they going to complain about? Um, the unions provide a role, but we're you know it's not like. Uh, a hundred years ago where, where you needed unions because of the way businesses were run. Well, the state does protect our teachers and yeah. we, we put historic funding for our school system. So I think um, not as much put pushback as, as, as I would have thought. And there was just so much going on that I'm sure I'll hear, I mean, hearing from uh, everybody I'm here and people calling me a rhino, people calling me a, <laughs> Uh, I mean, people calling me a devil. I mean, I, and then other people saying um, the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't even read it anymore because nobody knows the facts but the people who are in it. And I know the facts, and I know I, I've come home to have done a lot for my community, historic funding for Southwest Florida, historic funding for Florida Gulf Coast University, um, the, the affordable housing bill, the wildlife corridor, all these really important things that nobody's thinking about. All they're yelling at me about election stuff and all this other things. And I'm like, okay, fine, just do your thing and I'll move on. Well, I certainly, I agree with you. I think you did a terrific job and I just congratulate you, the governor, uh, the state legislature 
for the terrific job you've done. There's so many important bills. Uh, well, before I let yeah. you go, any comments on affordable housing? Because I know you were the chief champion in the in the in the uh, Senate. Oh yeah, that I mean that bill is already uh, making um, a difference. A number of people, a number of developers who are building apartments for market rate housing, which is fine, except for most people in Southwest Florida can't afford market rate. You can't afford like three or four thousand dollars a month uh, for rent if you're a um, a postal worker. Right. So, so the, these developers that are in the midst of construction of those apartments are now looking into making a portion of them uh, workforce housing to take advantage of the tax benefits. And so, you know, those uh, naysayers who say it doesn't do anything. Mark my words, it will be a huge benefit to our community. Well, Kathleen, thank you for all you've done for us and here in the, in the state of Florida. And thank you so much for joining us here on, on the show. Thank you, and have a great day. You as well. Thank you, Kathleen. All right, coming up, we going to visit with Boo Mortensen, that and more right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. <laughs> You have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Finish what you started with the Hodges University wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're providing you news and commentary rooted in a commitment to individual liberty, personal responsibility, limited government, and the rule of law. Coming up, we're going to visit with Seton Motley, the founder and president of Less Government. Right now, it's time to find out what's new with Boo. Uh, Boo is a former radio host in Madison, Wisconsin, and now uh, living the good life down here on the Paradise Coast. Boo, thank you so much for joining us. Well, it's my pleasure. And, um, Bob, you know, now it's summer, and I, you have to tell us about your experiences as <clears throat> an umpire in Little League sports. Well, there's a big article 
about empires that are quitting in droves. Really? Why are they quitting? Parents. Yeah. So is this happening? Is this localized or is this across the country? What's Across the country. Hmm. The, uh, to give you an example, the National Association of Sports Officials found that of every 100 officials that sign up at the beginning of the season, only 30 are left at the end. Well, I'll say this. I was a little league umpire. That's how I earned extra money going through uh, in school and high school. And it was uh, rewarding because I got paid at the time. Think about this, Boo. I got paid $25 a game to umpire. That was a lot of money back in the 60s. So, uh, Wow. I was, that's a lot. It was really a lot. But uh, I will say there was a price to be paid. And I will say if you're going to be a little league umpire, you better understand and know every rule in the baseball rule book, because it will come up during the course of a game. I can promise you anything happens in Little League Baseball. Well, it got so bad in one town that I think some town, and I'm not exactly sure, maybe in New Jersey, where they instituted a rule. They said, if you start verbally harassing, physically harassing umpires, you will be banned from the field permanently unless you go to school and become an empire for three games. <laughs> well, that could be the good. The shouting but... stopped immediately. <laughs> so uh, I will say this. Some things came, I'll, well, I'll just give you one example of what can happen in a Little League game. Uh, I was umpiring, and uh, I looked at my clicker, and I said, two outs, but the, the team ran off the field. The other team ran onto the field. I said, I must have missed it out here, so I don't know what happened. So we went on played another inning, and then the, the uh, scorer, official scorer, said, you didn't uh, allow for three outs in the, in the uh, third or fourth inning, whatever it was. <laughs> My God, complete bedlam broke out. I mean, parents were so upset, the players, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, a total mess. So, it, you know, obviously my fault. I need. I should have uh, instead of. I should have gone right to the official score in the first place, rather than just allowing the game to go on. But the point being is, everything can come up, and that's why some of the parents get so upset. Is because sometimes you're seeing an, a rules infraction that you'd never see, for example, in Major League Baseball. Well, and like everything else, you know, you say, "Oh, it's just a summer." Sport. Mm -hmm. And now parents, number one, think that every kid is a gifted athlete. Their kid is more gifted than anyone else's. Yeah. And then you've got, if you pay to go on a travel team, now you've got money invested in it, far yeah. more than just going down to the, you know, the lot at the end of the block. That's added. A lot of people think that if their kids continue to improve, they'll get college scholarships. And the last problem is cell phones. Huh. And they, everybody's recording what the umpire rules, and it comes back to bite them. So it's a different day and age, and, it's, and some parents are just nasty about it, just nasty. Well, and a lot of parents, you know, when I was a kid, uh, we, we uh, left home at 7.30 in the morning to go start playing baseball with whoever I could find, and I didn't come home until dusk or till it was time for dinner. And uh, right now we have these helicopter parents, you know, they're just hovering over the kids all the time about everything that's going on, which I frankly don't think is healthy. No, I don't think so either. All three of my sons played hockey, so I spent eight or nine years 
in ice arenas nonstop, huh. summer and winter. Good for you. And there were parents that <clears throat> would stand up in the – obviously, you can't get out on the ice. You know, it's a little different than being on a baseball field. You can't have a nutball parent, you know, climbing over the <laughs> – barriers and get in on the ice but they would just oh my gosh there was one woman that almost got in a fist fight with a father uh, with a father yeah of uh, of another kid and and my son unfortunately always ended up on the same team as her son and so i spent eight years enduring this woman's sheer lunacy as a parent. Yeah, no, I don't know if you recall in Boston, actually it was in Braintree, uh, one parent uh, hit a parent on the other team, or, or, rooting for, or rooting for the other team, and killed him. <laughs> killed him at the ice rink, if you can believe that. So, Oh, my. I mean, people do get, this is not a new thing. Parents do get carried away. And, you know, when I was umpiring, and this was back in the 60s, they got carried away then. I mean, there was always an abusive parent that was continued to scream throughout the game and uh, probably good for building my character, making me a little less sensitive <laughs> to well, what's going on. But, uh, you know, again, I earned, in, in many cases, uh, every penny of that $25 per game. You earned it. Yeah. <laughs> boo, boo. So, uh, but uh, what's the resolution? What do the what do the columns say? What 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 is the resolution? Well, once they instituted, well, there there actually isn't. This is <clears throat> it's happening across the country, as you said. It's going on when you were umpiring. It's just that the stakes have gotten higher in parents' yeah. minds, and then you've got the advent of a cell phone, so they're filming the game, and if you make a bad call. He's like he's gonna shove his phone in your face and say, "Look at this is how you made the mistake." So, so it, you know you've got instant recording. Some I, I they've also got on uh, basketball. Uh, one team has got uh, it's called the seatbelt rule. If a coach gets up and starts screaming during a, a kid's basketball game, he the next game he cannot get off the bench for the entire game. Wow. So here, the solution in my mind is parents need, uh, people go out and play games, umpires make mistakes, uh, kids make mistakes, let them play baseball, let them, and somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Uh, I think the uh, parent's proper role is to discuss the child's behavior and performance after the game. Give them support, you know, you made really made a nice try on that ball, whatever it might be, but after the game and in the quiet and, and make it a character building uh uh, kind of a session with the kid as opposed to demonstrating really bad behavior in front of the kid. Oh, yeah, it's it's terrible. You know, the sons of this woman that, uh, you know, they're on the ice. They see their mother acting like an absolute crazy person. You can hear her throughout the ice arena. Yeah. Think of how, I mean, they've even talked about it as adults on how mortified. Yeah. They were, and I'm sure that they talked to her. It didn't do any good. The next game, she's back out there flapping her mouth off. <laughs> well, Boo, I must say, I'm sorry you had to endure that for all those seasons. But I think this is a great topic because it's, it really comes down to uh, character-building behavior and what kind of example you want to set for your kids. And uh, it's, Exactly. And you know what? You're going to lose games. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah, exactly. You know, life is tough. Hey, and you watch baseball games now, and you see how many uh, uh, calls the umpires miss, and they miss a lot. And the players right now understand that, look, next time, we'll just get them next time. 
It's just the way the game is played. Boo, I really appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. You bet. All right. Have a good day, Bob. You too. All right. Coming up, we're going to be visiting uh, with Seat Motley, the founder and president of Less Government, that and more, right here on the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harden Show here on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. Finish what you started with the Hodges University Wheel. You can complete your bachelor's degree in as little as one year with your previously earned credits. What's the Wheel? It's a customized bachelor's degree in organizational management. Learn about and apply the business, management, and leadership skills you need to advance your career. You can get unmatched educational experience with classes held once a week on campus in Fort Myers, in Port Charlotte, or Naples. You'll be immersed in classes taught by professors with real-world experience in the areas of business, management, and leadership. This degree can be applied to all areas of professional career. Learn more by calling 239-938-7700. That's 239-938-7700. Or visit Hodges.edu. Stay near and go far with Hodges University. Do you suffer from joint pain in your shoulders, hips, or knees? I was suffering from debilitating pain in my knees. On a referral, I saw Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine. He successfully treated my symptoms and pain for several months. Finally, having exhausted all alternatives for pain management, Dr. Markovich and I agreed that surgery was my best alternative. Dr. Markovich replaced both of my knees in 2006, and I now have full range of motion in both knees, and I have no pain. I now I'll play golf and exercise free of debilitating pain in my knees. Don't suffer needlessly with joint pain. Call orthopedic surgeon Dr. George Markovich with the Institute for Orthopedic Surgery and Sports Medicine at 482-5399. That's 482-5399. He did a great job for me and he'll help you too. Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. It's brought to you in part by Gulf Shore Playhouse. Changing lives through exceptional theater experiences. I served as the board chairman for 15 years and so proud of it. It was a great experience for me. And now this is all coming to fruition. A 44,000 square foot performing arts center being opened in 2024. I believe it is. But right now uh, things are progressing. They've raised all the money. And it's going to happen, a great theater venue in downtown Naples. And, you know, there's some great performances going on. You can find out more and get tickets. The website is golfshoreplayhouse.org, golfshoreplayhouse.org. And, by the way, at Lulabee's Diner, they're serving great, of course, breakfast and lunch, but also now dinner. Linda and I were there on Friday evening. And uh, they, they're open on Wednesday through Saturday, 4 to 8 p.m. And the menu is absolutely fantastic. They got some great comfort food, but also uh, wonderful food, seafood items such as uh, salmon, snapper, and grouper. I had the grouper. It was absolutely fantastic. And Linda and I got out of there, had a couple of beers and whatnot, and for uh, 50 bucks. <laughs> it's just incredibly inexpensive, but also great dining. So uh, consider uh, casual dining at Lulabee's Diner 
uh, in the Green Tree uh, Shopping Center, Wednesday through Saturday, 4 to 8 p.m. Well, the White House Press Office recently announced stricter restrictions for press badges, which now require current holders to reapply by July the 31st. Under the new rules, the administration is authorized to remove journalists who refuse to behave professionally. Since 2000, I guess, that, now let me translate that. What that means is stop asking tough questions. Since 2017, press badges have been automatically renewed. However, going forward, reporters must provide a letter verifying their full-time employment with an organization whose primary business is news dissemination. And that's, there's a lot of room for there. That they, the, well, they disseminate false information and so forth. So I'm very suspicious of this, uh, of this rule. For freelance journalists seeking access to briefing rooms and presidential events, they must now submit letters from two news organizations describing their affiliation or a letter from their primary organization explaining the extent and duration of their relationship with the organization. <clears throat> this is just wrong. I believe uh, in previous administrations... <clears throat> There was one, uh, let's call him the chief of the news outlets. There's one person who uh, helped make the decisions with regard to who could be in the press room or not. In any event, I'm sure there has to be some judgment of that. But uh, right now, this is, I think, the Biden administration trying to clamp down on people who uh, don't exhibit support of their organization, of their administration, and want to make sure that uh, their voices are limited and uh, it's just more example of, uh, of uh, censorship, in my opinion. We talked about Joe Manchin earlier in the show. And the question is, is he keeping his uh, 2024 decision close to the vest? While many speculate that he'll run for, for re-election in the Senate, the centrist Democrat is stirring rumors that he may opt to run for the White House on a third-party ticket. Now, just think about that. Wouldn't that be fantastic, dividing the Democrat vote, in my opinion? But Manchin is one of several centrist Democrat senators, such as Kirsten Sinema and John Tester, who often vote against her openly criticized policies championed by President Joe Biden and more left-leaning senators. He's known for working across the aisle and to achieve bipartisanship on major matters, such as the Inflation Reduction Act. He's also been extremely critical of this administration, literally to getting to the point of uh, calling Joe Biden names. So it wouldn't surprise me. He, he says he's definitely not going to become a Republican. He did say that. So did uh, Kirsten Sinema, by the way. But he, uh, he hasn't said that he'll run on the Democrat ticket, nor has he de- decided which office he's going to run for, president or uh, the uh, Senate. And by the way, his Senate seat, of course, as we mentioned earlier, is in play. Uh, the Republicans are targeting his seat in West Virginia in order to uh, flip the Senate uh, to the Republicans. Well, in January 2023, the Federal Housing Finance Agency announced that two major government-sponsored entities, the Federal National Mortgage Association, or Fannie Mae, and the Federal Home Loan Mortgage Association, Freddie Mac, will be adjusting their single-family pricing framework starting on May the 1st. This will change the fees known as loan-level price adjustments and affect all future home buyers' mortgage rates. Right in the middle of the spring housing market and in the face of what many economists predict is a coming a recession. With the new fees, a home buyer with a credit score of 680 or above will now have to pay 1% fee uh, those who make a 15% to 20% down payment will see the biggest increase, about $40 or more, on their monthly mortgage payments. 
In contrast, people with credit scores below 680, riskier borrowers, borrowers who are more likely to default on mortgage payments, would instead receive a 1.75% discounted fee. So, uh, in other words, we're going to make it easier for people who can't afford to pay the home for the home and may end up in default will have less money to pay in order to get the home. See, this is interfering in private markets in the worst way. This is really a bad decision. And for people who've really worked hard to pay their bills on time and to do the right thing, uh, they're going to be penalized to support the people who don't. That's what you call equity, and that's just not right. Well, finally, in this segment, uh, ISIS-K terrorist who directed the August 2021 suicide bombing that killed 13 U.S. service members during the Biden administration's withdrawal from Afghanistan has been killed by the Taliban. The father of uh, Staff Sergeant Darren T. Hoover, 31, a U.S. Marine from Utah, killed in the attack, who was notified by the government of the development Tuesday, said the Biden administration still needs to be held accountable. To me, it feels like it's just a victory lap for them for the administration, that the Afghanistan debacle is over and done with. We've taken our, our main planner, our Taliban's taken out the main planner, and the whole thing can be put behind us, Darren Hoover told uh, Fox News Digital. Well, bullcrap, no, that doesn't sit well with me, and it certainly doesn't. Oh, and by the way, uh, Senate uh, candidate, uh, Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake apparently won in court uh, yesterday. She's able now, the... Uh, Appellate court has sent the case back to the original court that denied reviewing the signatures, signatures that didn't mass. Now they have to go back and review the signatures. Now, to, to explain this, there's just a discrepancy in the signatures on thousands and thousands of ballots. And Carrie Lake only lost by about 17,000 votes, I think it was. So she's persistent. She continues to pursue truth in this matter. And uh, to me, I, uh, it would be great to see this go all the way to the Supreme Court, if need be, in order for her to become uh, the governor. Uh, this Dobbs person is just a uh, total disaster. And uh, she, by the way, she's uh, also considering a run for the Senate. She says, if I, I can promise you that I'm not stepping out of politics. If I don't become governor, she's going to run for uh, the uh, run for the Senate in Kirsten Cinema's seat. So interesting. All right, coming up, we're going to be visiting with Linda Harden. Uh, she is my wife. She's also extremely well-informed of what's happening around the globe and right here on the Paradise Coast. We're going to do that and more right here on the uh, Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Stay tuned for more of the Bob Harton Show here on the Bob Harton Broadcasting Network. You have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jason Nardella with Nardella Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Nardella Financial Group today at 239-325-1041. That's 239-325-1041. Office is located at 9015 Stratistel Court, Suite 103, Naples, Florida. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. 
Blue Provence Restaurant is a favorite dining destination for many Neapolitans, including Lyndon myself. Blue Provence, located in a historic building in the heart of Old Naples at Creighton Cove, offers a mix of French bistro cooking with bold, fresh Floridian flavors. Experience award-winning cuisine at Blue Provence and enjoy one of Florida's most extensive, eclectic, and fun wine cellars. Dining your choice of the popular Eden Bar, the intimate Courtyard Garden, or the beautiful Provencal Caribbean Dining Room. Enjoy a wonderful and memorable evening in a casual and relaxed atmosphere that includes a taste of Provencal hospitality. Blue Provence is open seven days a week, all year round. Visit BlueProvenceNaples.com for reservations, everyday specials, and coming events. That's BlueProvenceNaples.com or call 261-8239. That's 261-8239. Blue Provence French Restaurant in the heart of Old Naples. back to the Bob Harden Show. And now here's your host, Bob Harden. Thanks so much for joining us here on the show. We're brought to you in part by Choice Social. Choice Social is a new, refreshing social networking platform, and you can find out more and download the app by visiting the website choicesocial.us. We have with us Linda Hart, my lovely wife, but also extremely well-informed about what's happening around the globe. She does that, by the way, uh, by through uh, social media. She's a uh, Mastered something I, I, I haven't the slightest idea how to use social media in order to get the news, but she does it. Linda, thank you so much for joining us. Sadly, I've mastered it too much because Twitter won't let me back on. Yeah, well, I can't believe that. That makes no sense to me. But uh, so repeatedly this week, you said this is going to be a big week. Fasten your seatbelt. Yeah, what's going to happen? What are your, what are your thoughts? Well, I, it, I mean, the left is so, is so afraid. Here's the good news that's coming out. The red pills are being thrown out like um, popcorn because if you don't know what red pills are, red pills are truth bombs. Mm-hmm. And so much is coming out about everything lately. And so this week, um, the, the people on the left, deep state, whoever you want to call them, are running around with their hair on fire because um, Trump's going on CNN on Wednesday night. So they had their, this one judge put a gag order on him so he can't talk about this, that, and the other thing, which is so telling these people are just stupid they think that nobody's noticing how obvious they are today is the talk between um uh plugs biden and and mccarthy about the debt ceiling which should be really interesting and then thursday is the end of title 42 where where it's going to be um the floodgates of migrants the floodgates for migrants will be thrown wide open so just to back up on how you started the segment uh, is a red pill the opposite of gaslighting? No, gaslighting is different. Red pills, just to give you an example of red pilling, um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been red pilling like crazy, talking about how the CIA was involved. In with, his uncle's death. Exactly. Yeah. And and possibly with his father, too, but more specifically about um, RFK, um, uh, about John F. Kennedy. Um, the CIA has has been involved with um, uh, rigging the election, with 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 putting together that um, that letter with fifty one. What is it? How many intelligent personnel? Yeah. So so as has that, Anthony Blinken, by the way. Right, and and by the way, Anthony Blinken <clears throat> has been MIA since. Yeah. He, he's been out of sight like crazy. So, oh, and don't. 
wait, I, I saved the biggest one, and I completely forgot the biggest one. Tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, James Comer and Chuck Grassley are, gonna, are supposed to reveal all these documents that's going to throw um, uh, the Biden family under the bus with all their banking records and this, this whistleblower that's coming out. So, so red-pilling are, are truth bumps. Red-pilling are throwing out, making, making the quote-unquote sheep that we're not aware of what's been going on, aware of it. Yeah. Gaslighting is just liking... Um, just lying. Yeah. <laughs> just li- just <laughs> li- lying about uh, turning something that is and making it something that isn't. That's exactly right. That's, yeah. a, good, that's a good description of it. Yeah. So um, uh, to the opposite, blackpilling is, is putting a shadow on everything, is, is, is throwing smoke on everything. So um, the red pills that are coming out this week are just... Oh my! It's it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, this is a big, big week, and it's very exciting. I really look forward to the revelations from uh, Comer on uh, Wednesday morning. I suspect that uh, the Department of Justice is going to file charges against Hunter Biden uh, before that happens, so they can simply say, "Well, you know what? We got a continuing investigation going on. We can't comment. Neither can Hunter." Speaking of speaking of red pilling. What about the the revelations that have been con- ongoing about how corrupt the, the FBI, the CIA, and the Department of Justice are? I mean, th- there's there's absolutely no secret. Anybody who's paying attention at all should be recognized right now that we have a two tier justice system in this country. So so these pe- agencies have been weaponized exactly, and, and and I think to Robert Kennedy's point, they've been weaponized for the last seventy years, maybe a hundred years. Now, because or, you, know, you may remember the Church Committee that was meeting right. in the seventies in order to review the uh, CIA and the FBI. Well, it's it's happening right now. It just continues. In my opinion, uh, they should do away with both organizations and start over. They we certainly need intelligence, and we Clean certainly house. we we certainly need law enforcement. And not to say that we should have everybody reapply for their job, and they should go through some, uh, heavy scrutiny about their behavior and the things that they participated in. You know, it just makes me think so often about about the whistleblowers that are coming for, forward. But more important, well, not more importantly, but but it just jumps out at me. How can these people? Be so corrupt mm-hmm. and look into a camera and lie to the American people. Probably because you're right, they've been doing it for so long. But it makes you think, how many elections have been rigged so this system can can move forward? I'm Tara Reid, uh, the woman who said she was sexually attacked by uh, Joe Biden back in the day. She says, look, if, I, if, if there's evidence that I've committed suicide— Please understand that I'm not suicidal. It, uh, it, it, all the roads lead back to Joe Biden. Point being is this. You have a whistleblower. You have somebody in her position. It's not just a matter of getting a justice. It's uh, avoiding what could be a life-threatening situation because of, uh, for example, whistleblowers. And what about judges that make the wrong or make a, a decision that's not in the favor of the Democrat Party? How can these people sleep at night? And, and oh, by the way, I, I'm. Uh, this is a real sharp turn from where we were talking about, but it just made me think of Fox News and how their ratings are plummeting since Tucker Carlson was um, uh, removed from their uh, primetime uh, lineup. And and uh, Tucker Carlson had Tara Reid on his show. Tucker, Tucker Carlson was helping with the red pilling. He, he'd bring, he's telling the truth. He spoke truth to power. Yes, he and did. And Fox won't do it. And so now, just to... just. For your listeners, um, I discovered, oh, by the way, just by accident, 
uh, a new alternative to Sean Hannity's show, which is plummeting in the ratings, too, because he's turned his show into a three-ring circus with a live audience throwing put footballs at him. I don't know what he's thinking, thinking that's attractive. But this Chris Plant, who's a, who's a radio performer, he used to be on CNN a long time ago, but, but he's uh, a radio performer on WMAL out of Washington, D.C. So Newsmax has, has put him on, along with Jen Pellegrino, who used to be with um, Steve Cortez on... Um, the show before Newsmax, during all this COVID stuff, banned Steve Cortez because he wouldn't get vaccinated. But but I think Newsmax has, has taken this Tucker Carlson uh, issue and run with it because their ratings are skyrocketing. Anyway, yeah. so the, uh, Chris Plant has this show with Jen Pellegrino. And and um, who did he have on last night but Matt Gates? Matt Gates is saying, um, who we know is a, is a straight shooter, is a truth, he's a red pill person he's a truth truth teller um and he's saying that tara reed has testified before before him and uh marjorie taylor green and a couple of others just what has happened and he said and i'm paraphrasing but he says uh tara reed is the most credible witness that i've uh interviewed in years mm -hmm. and and oh by the way <coughs> tara reed I, just to back up a little bit tara reed has been threatened. They they have ruined her. Yeah. They have ruined her. And and it was she said, and, and I think it was with Tucker Carlson. She said that the Biden administration, whether it was Joe Biden or or the people surrounding him, wanted to put her in jail, put her away, put Donald Trump away. These people that are are trying to silence uh, the truth tellers are evil. They're just evil, and they're and they're. They're scared to death that they're going to be found out while well, they're being found out, and that's why this week is just going to be um, scary. I, I hope that two people have security. One is R.F. Kennedy Jr. for telling all the truth bombs that he's laying out the red pills, and, and oh, by the way, for this whistleblower, who's very credible, the Daily Mail found out who he was yesterday, but he's very credible, and that nothing will happen between now and 9 o'clock tomorrow morning when that when all those documents will be revealed. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Kennedy running for president on the Democrat ticket, I'm really pleased. Uh, my hope is that this gives him a, a, a megaphone, a chance to talk about all the issues for which he's been a champion, and they are so many. He's been called a non-vaxxer, a vax whatever. I mean, calling him names, when you take a look at his work, the, his credibility, what he's done for children, what he's done for society, he is a great man. And uh, I really, quite frankly, if we had to have a Democrat president, I'd choose uh, Robert F. Kennedy any day. But I, I don't want one. But irrespective, I hope he gets a megaphone. I hope he's able to uh, talk about all the issues that he finds important because he has a lot to say. Yeah, well, you know, it's so interesting. The Democrats are scared to death of him, so they've they've declared there will be no debates for the primary. Yes. Yeah, so. What a, what a joke! Do you think we're stupid? I mean, yeah. do you really think we're that stupid not to see through this? It, it's it's crazy. By the way, did you know that Joe Biden um, made a total uh, jerk out of himself yesterday? He says, "Oh, well, as we approach this Memorial Day weekend, this weekend, he doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's saying. He just contradicted himself, his own White House, about this." Um, this uh, writer's strike in Hollywood, the Hollywood writer's strike. He, I mean, 
something has to happen before the 2024 election. Was, something has to happen. And this week would be a good time for that to happen. Absolutely. Linda, I just genuinely appreciate your commentary here on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. All right. Well, that's a wrap here today. I hope you enjoyed the show. We've got a great show lined up for you today, including Bob Levy. He's the chairman emeritus of the Cato Institute, as well as Andrew Joppa, professor and author of Josephus of Oz. I hope you make it a great day on the Paradise Coast or wherever you are. Namaste. Thanks so much for listening to the Bob Harden Show on the Bob Harden Broadcasting Network. For more information and audio files of previous shows, visit www.bobharden.com. <laughs>